Julie Megan, welcome to your show. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I know I'm a hard guest to get. Uh, yeah. That never gets old. You know, it's funny because yesterday we were talking and we were kicking around the marketing plan. And specifically, we were talking about the marketing plan and its effects on people uh, who are small business owners and how they would perceive it. Namely, you know, I've been a small business owner. I perceive it like, you know, it's why do I need to do this? It's too much. And I think we came to the conclusion at the end of that that you need some sort of plan. You had talked about having a marketing calendar, but that you need some sort of plan because ultimately it leads back to how you're going to spend your money well, to, right. to, to market your products or services. And if you don't have that plan, you're misspending money. Isn't that kind of what Absolutely. We... But let me just qualify the calendar piece. Cause, and, and the reason we went down that road of doing a marketing calendar is because that's where a lot of companies end up. It's new year, new budget, and they take a look at the calendar. And I think too often that puts you into the trap of just doing things because you've always done them versus really taking a step back and saying, all right, well, what are we trying to accomplish with our business this year? Like, what are our three, you know, main growth areas? And then the marketing plan can address those. And it doesn't you, have to be super intense. Super you know, it, it occurred to me the other, the other phenomenon that I think happens with people that we should just briefly touch on. I don't want to make this the subject of it, but there's oftentimes these relationships that have been built with the organizations you're spending money with. And I think that the marketing plan also sort of negates that a little bit because it gives people authority to say, you know what, it's just not strategically in our best interest to spend money in this way this year. So I'll give you the example. Let's say routinely you spend money with a sponsorship or an advertisement or a conference. And the people that you interact with, you've got kind of a relation, a rapport with and a relationship. And every year for the previous, I don't know, five, ten years, your company has been out there spending that money and appearing before that event or you know on their website or whatever it is and now all of a sudden based on your strategic plan it doesn't make sense to spend that amount of money your marketing money in that way because you've now taken a look and you're like wait a second yes i know we were always a presence on their website and that costs us twelve thousand or fifteen thousand dollars a year or $20,000 a year, but it doesn't make sense because we're doing okay in this, with this, the, the people that go to that website, we're doing okay with that market. And we don't, and what we're trying to do is really break into a different market. Or, you know, I know we've routinely gone to this event and we've sponsored this or we've done this conference or whatever we've done, but it doesn't make tactical sense for us. And the marketing plan will sort of give people an out when they have those relationships. Because I think that's another thing that makes it difficult when you're... It does, it right? does. And, and I empathize because I've had to deliver those messages and I've certainly worked with people in 
different companies where I know they are the ones that had the relationship with the 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 association or some other business organization and had to you know deliver the news that we weren't going to be able to do the sponsorship and sometimes it means you know sometimes it's just the right answer it's not an easy conversation to have but it's the right answer and sometimes it doesn't mean pulling out completely you know it could just mean shifting how you've been um, involved Maybe but I you're think not that gives sponsoring them sponsoring at the platinum level you're at the bronze level but that gives that gives them cover though right oh I mean, yeah to some to some degree that, 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 that this it's a little out of their hands yeah so it's now according to the marketing plan and the strategy that they're trying to the strategy you know, that the company is going to follow yeah the strategy the company's trying to follow so but we were talking about the marketing plan and we came back to that it helps align where you're going to spend your money so that you don't mistakenly misspend your marketing money well let me right. let me put a little twist on that it helps you pull together an approach or a strategy on how you're going to grow your business and the dollars will support that and the reason I'm putting that twist on it is because too often the conversation with people in on the business side so not in marketing are well, what's the budget look like this year? And I really, really think that's the wrong place to start the conversation. I mean, the dollars are a big part of this, obviously. But it is, I think, such a better conversation if you're like, well, what are we trying to do? You know, where, where are so, we trying to grow? So let's put some hardcore example on this. Let's say, let's go back to our example of you have an IT virus software product and you're trying to grow into a new market space. And so... Instead of just sitting there blindly saying, "Well, this is the co- these are the conferences we should be attending because everybody attends them," right? Or it's a peer-to-peer conference, and really, you don't want a peer-to-peer conference. You want a peer-to-non-peer conference, which is like, you know, okay, well, we're going to talk to the we want to talk to realtors because we've taking a look at our market space we know this product fits nicely for them we can sell our product nationally to these realtor organizations so we really want to belong to the national realtors association or we want to go to local chapters of the national realtors association and that's a non-peer based network that we're going to try to sell to in the product space and our existing product we're doing well in the we'll say the home builder segment well, and we've sort of leveraged the home builder segment to its to where we've gotten to, and we're doing well. But we've also, in doing the home builder segment, we've realized, hey, there's another market here, the realtor segment, because it's kind of cross-related, and we can sell to that. And realtors can understand, oh, you you sell to home builders, yeah, that's right. We we work with home builders, and oh, okay, and they can appreciate that, right? Because it's right, right. It's it's, it's a related market, so to speak, to some degree. So if we take that, the point is that we might have some existing companies that we do business with that we have to say in the home builder space, we're not going to be appearing at this conference or we're not going to be sponsoring on your website this year or we're going to take a reduced role in that. But you don't have to tell them we're going to be now shifting our money to the National Realtors Association or local chapter to the National Realtors Association. Exactly. But you can, but that, but now you sit there and you say, listen, this is the segment 
we want to really spend our money because why do we need to keep spending money in the Builders Association when we're doing fairly well here? It doesn't mean we've got it locked down, but maybe we need to back off and pull away some of those that, that money because we only have so much money to spend on this and put it toward this group of people, this segment. Is that sort of fair that the marketing plan can help with? Oh, very fair, very fair. And that goes exactly back to why you want to build your your plan around what the business goals are. And if you're trying to sell your product into a new market segment, then that's going to take a different approach on the marketing side. And you will need dollars to do it, even though I just said <laughs> money is less important. I mean, obviously you do need the money, yeah. but that the path that you just went down was a great one because I think that gives a real good example of how you might get to a change in your marketing strategy. So hypothetically, let's take a hypothetical situation here, like, you know, real money, because I think that puts a even finer point on it. Let's say that you have, what do you want to say, 20000 30000 that you want to spend? And we'll say it's twenty to $30,000 in real marketing dollars. Okay. And you've been spending, that's your gross budget, we'll just say. And this is for a small business, so obviously it scales up. But let's say you, you've got $30,000 and you've been regularly spending 20 of that with the National Builders Association and chapters and things like that. You've got 10 left over, but you look at your marketing plan and your marketing plan says, listen, we got to break into this market. What do we really want to do here? Let's not look at the dollars. Let's figure out first what we want to do. Well, we really want to make a presence known. And you talked about this a little bit with respect to the marketing plan in our previous conversation when you talked about an awareness campaign and what's that going to take in order to do that. So if, if you want to develop an awareness campaign and that's part of your marketing plan, in the space of the National Realtors Association or chapters, what's that going to cost? What's that look like in order to make an impact? Maybe you don't talk about cost right away, but you say, listen, we want to touch people at least four times in the course of the year and really maybe more. Well, I think. And so to do that, we're going to have to go on their web, sponsor on their website, you know, buy, buy ad space on their website. We're going to have to appear at local chapter conferences, which is travel or whatever it is. We're going to have to, you know, we're going to have to advertise. We're going to, there's things we're going to have to do. So that 20000 that we would have spent with the Builders Association, really, we really should be rethinking that. Can we just coordinate off to a few thousand dollars to keeping a presence on their website and reallocating those dollars because now it looks like when we're talking about what we want to do with the National Realtors Association, we're going to need more than $10,000. Well, and I think this is where it gets real and it takes real research. And this is where marketing can come into play, right? Because they can go and check out the Realtor Association and see you know, what does their year look like? like? What conferences do they have? What sponsorships are available? What, you know, speaking opportunities might there be? And, and, and let's, and many of the audience may not know this, but speaking opportunities aren't always that easy to get. So, you know, year one, if you're trying to kind of break into a new association, I know we're starting to dive deep on this, but um, you, you know, you might start out that first year and just attend. Well, speaking know. opportunities are always cost effective. Because you speak, you don't have to spend, right? 
you, I mean, you can sponsor at the same time, but you can speak, and you don't have to necessarily spend a lot. You get your name in the program or whatever, right? And you get your name out there, and you appear before people, there, and you make an impact. Yes. I, I just, you know, depending on the association, um, there's there's a whole process. You know, sure, there's a pay-to-play. There, there can be some a little bit of that, but there can also just be, right. you know, lots. There's a whole they're not gonna, submitted In other words, they're not going to invite you to speak. <laughs> if you're if you just showed up and you all you've done is pay dues and association, you have to put some money behind it. Like and then there's sort of a trade. I mean, not but, always. You but, know, depending yeah. on how many speakers there are, it's it's right. you know there's many people submitting applications and it kind of depends on the topics that were submitted and right. yours may not be as topical as <laughs> some of the others oh, yeah. and so you might not get selected. So. Um, well, so we're, we're kind of going deep on this. Is this where you wanted to go on this Well, one? yeah, it is, because what I wanted to get to was the importance of the marketing plan and how it helps people well, make actually, decisions and be able to open doors and close other doors. That's right. So it, it helps people. The reason why you would want to do a marketing plan is because you if you're already in the market and you're already spending money in certain ways, but you've decided strategically that you want to go to another direction, the marketing plan kind of gives you cover to sit there and say, you know what, um, sorry, organization and companies we do business with, but we're going to pull back this year. We're not spending as much, and and you don't have to necessarily justify it to them what you're going to do, but you can definitely have cover for that, and you have a real force behind your decision. So Well, that's right. It's, it's, I think we're going to do this. We're committed to doing this as opposed to, you know, all too often, this can happen too. You're going to make it. I've done this as a business owner. You're making a business decision and you're like, you're like, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll go to borrow our previous example. We'll, we'll definitely do the National Realtor Association. Yeah, that sounds, yeah. Okay. No, I, I, I get it. Yeah, that's good. And then all of a sudden you're, you're committing to that, but then you, the rubber meets the road. You have a conversation with someone at the Builders Association or the or, or whatever your market segment, and they're like, aren't you appearing at the conference? Aren't you sponsoring? Aren't you whatever? And suddenly you're pulled away, and you're, and you're like, ah, yeah, you know, uh, I just got to talk with George, and he was saying, and I just think, and I don't know, and, and, and then all of a sudden it all goes out the window because even though you talked and strategized a good game, right, going into this in the marketing plan, now all of a sudden you chucked it out the window because you had a conversation with this guy. And the marketing plan can hold you to that standard and say, but this is what we agreed on that was for the best interest. So it makes those hard decisions easier. Maybe. Well, I, I definitely. And I, I was just going to say, I think the marketing plan gives you focus because it's all too easy. And I've worked in organizations where we didn't have a marketing plan. And it was a, a bit of a knee-jerk ride. Well, and part <laughs> of the, part of the reason, and let's be fair about that, though. I can tell you as a business owner, the reason why it was a knee-jerk ride was because you want things to happen very quickly, and they don't. And you have to have patience with it, and you have to patience with marketing strategies that are in the plan. You know, you can't just expect that you took a market, you, you followed down a certain path with a marketing activity, and you're expecting a sale. And it's not going to happen. And I, I can tell you effectively that people turn tail all the time. And the other reason they do it is because they get told and sold 
by somebody who comes along and says from an organization or what have you that, you know, there's a lot of people who we get a huge amount of traffic on our website. You know, we get, right, we get a huge mm-hmm. amount of traffic here. We got a lot of traffic. And that's where a marketer sits there and says, yes, but first of all, what kind of traffic? And second of all, does that traffic relate to the people we're targeting in the marketing plan? And if the answer to both of those, or at least one of those is, I don't know, or not really, then all of a sudden you need to rethink it, and it gives you a ground to stand on, right? Well, it, it does, and I think that's where, you know, I talked about research in that the marketing person can go research the association and see what their different options are. But the marketing person can be doing research in a lot of different areas. Your, the marketing plan is gives you the focus and sets you down a path. But some of the tactics, the actual tactics that you're going to use to, you know, act on your strategy may change. Well, I think you bring up, that's an excellent point to be made here. And that is, is that the reason why you want to have a marketing plan is to first narrow down your initial focus of what you're going to do, meaning what market you're going to go after. Because the problem is that without that, you're all over the board. Uh, well, this market, and maybe that market, and maybe these people, and maybe those people, and maybe that region, and maybe this market. You know, you're all over the board, and you don't have, and it's 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 detailed enough within a specific market. Like, okay, well, we're going to definitely focus on the East Coast here. Okay. Well, and it could great. be, just to clarify, markets, products, services. Sure, it just gets blinding. That's why it's important to have that marketing plan, because it... it clears the air a little bit and says, no, based on our product or service, this is where we definitely want to go. And then within that area you're going, there's going to be a ton of opportunity of, of, of ways to spend money. There's always ways to spend money well, in marketing, and, right? And I think, and know, so that, so the marketing plan helps with that, don't you? Absolutely. But I, I think it, you know, it doesn't mean even for smaller, small organizations, you know, doesn't mean 100% of the pie has to go into one new market or one new product. You might say, well, this is, I think that's where prioritization comes down. You could say, all right, this is our main priority, but we still need to focus on these two other products, services, markets, whatever they might be. And so we need to allocate a little bit here. So you because you only have so much money for marketing and because marketing does not, it's not a one-to-one doesn't necessarily mean I market, therefore I am, right? I marketed and now we've got a sale. You've got to be really careful with where you spend your money and how you spend your money. And so the marketing plan, again, now it puts limitations on things. And I think that's hard, too, for entrepreneurs, business owners, licensed professionals who are out there and they are doing their thing and they're like, I don't have any limitations, (laughs) Like mentally and emotionally, they don't have any limitations, right? Because they're like, I'll take on any client. I'll sell a product anywhere. I'll do it, right? But, and that's where marketing, it's hard because marketing kind of puts limitations. Marketing is almost like a parent at some level. (laughs) Right, Saying, you know, I know you think you have no limitations, but actually if you want to be successful, you really need to put some limitations on and then you can broaden out from there. Wouldn't you say... Yeah, I think that's a good point. I mean, that's and that's the other uncomfortable part about a marketing plan, especially being an entrepreneur. I know I was always like, I don't want to be hemmed in by this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't 
I just stop. Well, I, I think, look, they are fluid, right? Yeah. It's intended to give you focus, but it's not going to nail down 100% of the whole year no. in terms of every right. But it has a very specific it has a spe- very specific result if you do it. And that doesn't mean you have to have like a 50-page marketing plan. I think you could get by with a, a few pages in the marketing plan. You know, it doesn't have to be I totally agree. right this super detailed <laughs> multi-page, you know, with powerpoints and fireworks and everything else like that. It can just be something really straightforward with a really simple plan. We do, we sell, you know, these products or services, and these are the markets we're looking at going into. This is where we've been traditionally, but we think we'd be better off if we spent a greater portion of our money in this way. And now let's... Trying to get in front of this audience, and here's how we're going to do it. Yeah, and then it doesn't have to be so intimidated. And maybe... And this is the last, I mean, maybe the other helpful part is that maybe it can cause people to sit there and say, you know what, maybe we just have a small marketing plan for each product or service. Now, I know that's confusing, but just get started. Hear me out. Just get started with one product and try to put together a marketing plan for it, right? Or one service and put together a marketing plan and see how that grows. And then if you get that down, then you start to feel comfortable and you go, okay, you know, that wasn't so bad. This is what we're really trying to do. That wasn't so bad. I think we can now take that and apply it to this other, these other products or services which we sell. Couldn't that be? I know that probably to you as a marketer makes you cringe because then you're like, oh, my God, we have multiple different marketing plans. and we have blah, 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 blah. But at the same time, I think that gets especially entrepreneurs and licensed service professionals and people, you know, who are, you know, selling their services off to at least a start with the marketing plan. And it helps them appreciate what it's trying to do. And it also, at the same time, helps them appropriately spend their money so that they do something that's effective, right? Yeah, I think you can dip your toe. If that makes, if that's easier for people to kind of, so it doesn't feel so overwhelming, Yeah. then I think that that is certainly an approach. Cool. Well, thanks for joining us on your show. Hey, thanks for having me. (laughs) Okay. All right. All for now.